Houston. And we have Sam, my co-host and co-creator of the Real Talk relationship series of Real Talk Houston. Of course, Real Talk Houston has a lot more to talk about than relationships. So stay tuned. I need you all to follow me at Real Talk Houston Q, the next series in different topics of Real Talk Houston. My vision behind Real Talk Houston was basically to bring us together, to talk, to have effective communication, to network, to socialize, and also just have a good time while we're doing it. Hey guys, I'm gonna be the moderator for tonight. Most of you guys know me. I'm Adam. I, uh, I go by Adam, of course, as you guys know. I have a podcast here called Culturally Distinct. So if you guys have not followed me, please follow me. Culturally Distinct. Uh, I will be the moderator for this evening. Hi, everyone. My name is Miko J. Williams. I am an author and a transformational life coach. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook, Miko J. Williams. Sound like you want to talk. <laughs> My name is Sam Williamson. <laughs> I'm known as the Love Guru. <laughs> I'm Sam Williamson. Everybody know me as the Love Guru. And on Instagram, you can hit me up at loveguru81. And uh, I'm a jack of all trades. Hello everybody, um, my name is Shadal McCants. I am a licensed professional counselor here in Houston, Texas, as well as a spiritual integrative curator. Um, and like you, a jack of all trades. And so you can actually follow me on social media at Shadal McCants on Facebook, Instagram, and all platforms. My name is Henry Frazier. Um, I'm a Houston police officer and I do men's fashion on Instagram. So. Uh, follow me at Frazier underscore 19, and that's, that's me. So my first question to you guys, when you hear the term cheating, what comes to mind? Deceit. Betrayal. Okay. Um, cheating is, of course, in addition to lying. Um, cheating can also be not just physical, I believe that it can also be emotional, mental, um, so that's what I would say. Giving into your fleshly desires, that's what I think of for bigotry. Waking up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, everything that everyone said, I, I agree with it, 100%. So, so when you guys, okay, so I'm hearing these negative, these negative terms. Deceit, I hear this, uh, Nico, deception. deception. So what do you guys think the root of cheating is? And when it comes to you? Everybody else has their own reason of why they cheat, and I don't think that everybody fits into the same 
category when it comes to cheating? I've never cheated in my life. Noobs don't cheat, baby. Noobs don't cheat. But yeah, I, uh, I, I'm i gonna piggyback on what you said. I think men and women cheat for two different reasons. Okay. Right? I think usually women cheat because there's an unmet need, right? And I think, not always, but like there's new women, they cheat just to cheat. Y'all group, y'all age group, uh, they cheat, y'all cheat because there's an unmet need. That's a good thing though, because it, it, no, because I'm, you know, these young, young chicks, they, they don't have, they wouldn't, they didn't have the character built into them that you guys did. So, so you disagree with that? So you're saying that it's a character flaw that the younger generation don't have versus the older generation? Yeah, I think, I think older women tend to have more of a fiber, more fiber than the younger women, right? And men cheat just to cheat. Okay. I don't think we have, we have to have a unmet need to cheat. Right. And, and also, I think there's also a lot of uh, unhealed trauma. There's a lot of demons that, you know, that we struggle with, you know, when people cheat. Like, it's not always about an unmet, uh, unmet need. Um, you know, I have girlfriends who, you know, have been molested. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for them, or raped, I mean, you know, they they've constantly cheated. I mean, so there's there's a lot of unhealed and unresolved issues as well. Yes. So the reality is it's for male and female. It doesn't go for just females. Because if we're being honest and transparent in this room, we have a lot of hurt men. We have a lot of men who are dealing with, so we often talk about the fatherless girl, but we don't talk about the fatherless sons and fatherless and their mothers are absent because when you are a single mother you are it's a it's a place where now you have say you have a son in the home the dad is absent and you are now having to do everything that you can to make sure that you can provide for him so there's places and times where you're absent in his life so he's spending not only does he not have his father but he doesn't also have his mother emotionally mentally where he needs her so i'm sorry we're talking about just women having the the emotional, um, the trauma, because that's really what it is. When we talk about unhealed, it's us unhealed as a community, it's us healed, unhealed as a collective, and so that's where I feel like the root of cheating is. Oftentimes, it is an unmet need when we are cheating. Um, it's a part of us that needs something. So, again, I cheated. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I cheated, and I was the one that was, you know, you would cheat with. Um, so I'm, I'm going to sit here and be transparent. That's what we're doing. Um, exactly. And so when I was the one cheating, it was because a lot of times because there was a part of me that I'm going to get you before you get me. And I didn't know that that part was there, though. So I'm just so I want to cut you off. Can I cut you off for a second? So in saying that, basically you had karma backwards, right? Before it, before it goes around, you went around before it went around. Before it came around. If people self-sabotage the situation, especially a lot of us fatherless daughters. If you are fatherless, those are things, it's definitely daddy issues that you struggle with, that we will self-sabotage a relationship. And because the fear of abandonment and the fear of rejection, we are going to protect ourselves. And sometimes in those situations, if I think that you're going to cheat first, then I'm going to do it before you do it, because you can't hurt me. 
Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the right way to do it, but it's definitely how our brains process those type of situations. You go, um, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to everyone. Like, I've been married for seven years. I have kids, but um, I take pride in that. But I, I don't want to meddle for it because it's not something. It's just like raising kids. It's something you're supposed to do. I'm not supposed to cheat on my wife. But I'm still a man, and you know, this is a city, and there, you know, I can understand like how men will start to cheat or how men. I can still look at. It. I've been and in my college days, and well, for me. I think the older I've gotten, the more that I have, and the more me and my wife gain in life or success, I go home and I think about that. Like, what can I lose? Because usually when you cheat with somebody, it's somebody that you don't really care about. You know, like, it's just, it's just quick. You know, like, for men, like he said, for men, it's not that deep. It's not like, you know, it's not, it's not thought out. It's just you cheat, you come home, you watch TV, you cheat again. So, but I think to, to traumas, that's cool, that's, that's true, but... At some point, we have to mature. Like cheating on people just because they're going to cheat back is just, you, we don't know how to get out of the situation. So I think that the root of cheating, it can be sometimes successful men cheat because they're successful, they have power. Sometimes men just cheat because, like, like she said, sometimes the, men, the, the, the need for appreciation isn't met. You know, so me, I don't, but at the same time, I don't judge the husband or the ex-husband that did because I don't know, you know, I'm going to get tested. I get tested daily, so I mean, I just try to make sure that I understand my, you know, everything around me and what what do I gain to lose by that. I want to touch on something real quick. Before I, I came, uh, for the, actually the whole week, I've been looking up articles on alpha males. So you said that men cheat because, you know, as a fair amount of men they cheat because, you know, they've been like hurt and damaged and all that. I just don't believe that shit. So what I did was I went and looked up a bunch of articles on alpha males. And every every article said alpha males cheat a lot more because it's it's kind of more of a of an achievement. They're hunters. They're dominant. And because they're dominant, they tend to feel more entitled to certain things. And these are men from great homes. They have mom and dad there. It was a white article, so I'm, I'm sure they wasn't going to Fifth Ward uh, interviewing brothers. So I, men just don't attach the, the emotion to sex like women. So it tends to be easier. You know, I mean, you know my dad was around. I mean, he didn't hug me every day. You know, but I don't think I started cheating because he didn't hug me every day. You know, I more cheated because it was testosterone-filled boys. My family is boy-heavy. They all very nice-looking guys. So we almost felt entitled to some of the stuff. Exactly. So you had to grow. The question is, um, what do you tell your younger self so that your today's self can be better? Keep my stomach and all them goddamn mistakes. What? Well, you ask me. I, I, I'm not. I would, you ask what I would do. So I, I would say, I, there's no man that's over the age of 30, nice looking, money in his pocket, any of that, that hadn't ran through a bunch of good women, right? So you have to look back and see the mistakes that you made, and tell your older self not to make the mistake. My biggest thing is, as I've gotten older, I've realized 
what a woman's place in my life. I grew up when my father taught me how to cook, clean, everything, make, make it for yourself, the whole nine. So it took me a long time to get to a point where I was like, okay, I can see where having a woman by my side helps improve my life. So for me, um, I went on a healing journey about four years ago, and I'm still in it. So what I would tell my younger self is, one, I think one of the things is, is love does not equate sex. Sex doesn't equate love. That's one of the biggest things I would let her know. Because for me, my journey began with looking for love in all the wrong places. So I would have let her know that. Um, and the other thing is I would tell her is that she's a queen. Baby girl, you are amazing and you are you're powerful. And so with that comes the fact that she can remember that she's a queen and she's amazing. She will not settle for things that she doesn't have to settle for and remain in situations or circumstances and especially relationships that don't serve her. So that's what I would tell mine. Uh, I would tell my younger self, man, continue to have fun because when it's over, it's over. Mm. And you better be satisfied. Like, I'm content now because I had my fun, so there's nothing that I'm missing out there. So I, I'm not trying to go back and relive. Like, my younger self, I'm proud of him because he did everything he was supposed to do. Now it was my turn to turn a page and just say, hey, man, you did what you did. That's, you had fun. Now it's time to mature. And that's what I would tell my younger self. Like, continue to have fun because when it's over, you got to pull your pants up. And it's time for me to be like my father, have a family and raise kids and do that. And, you know, it's not easy, but it's, it's so much better than being young or silly. So, question, we have a question from the audience. Hey guys, I have a question uh, for the gentleman on the end, if we could start with him. You seem relatively young still, and seem to be married and have it together, compared to maybe some other people in the room or panelists. What is the secret? <laughs> The question is, like, what is the secret to, like, knowing that, okay, Chapman and Kirby, that's cute, 50-15 is cool, I have a wife, I have kids, I have a family, and when can women expect men to kind of mature and kind of go that path? Um, well, I'm, I just turned 40, so I think that, yes, yeah, yeah, so, but I, I think that um, just how I grew up, like, you know, we were real family-oriented, so, you know, I always wanted that. Like, even in college, I, you know, I played football, I thought I was going to go do something big, but I was like, if I ever get a place where I have money, I want to take care of my family. So, when me and my wife met, it was one of those deals where I'm starting over, so now it's just, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I need to do. And I don't have room for mistakes, you know, like, that's what my 20s are for. You know, my 20s are for all that, my 30s, you know, I made some, but not too much, now I'm in my career, and... You know, I look at, you know, like, even if I'm, like, in policing, when I go, when I go out on the streets, I got to make sure that, hey, you know, I take a look at my house, I take a look at my wife, I take a look at everything around me, because if I make a mistake, then everything goes under. So, I just try to make sure that I'm being an example. Because my parents, they did it. I can't keep asking them to, to I can't keep looking to them. It's their time, they're in their sisters, my mom, my dad passed away, was a great dad to me, strong man. And, you know, I love what he did. So I kind of want to mirror that. And I, I always want to be an example. And, you know, I fall, I'll fall short, but I don't want to, I shouldn't mess up that much, you know, in this life right here that I'm having. So, you know, I just 
keep trucking, and I just try to make sure I keep my wife, you know, just, you know, because, like you said, I'll go to Chapman and Kirby, that's cool, but I went to Southern University, so there's nothing I really haven't seen, I travel, you know, I mean, they'll look good, but once they start getting up close, you'll, you'll see, like, Everybody get there at a different time. Men just get there at a different time. You might have a man get there in his 20s. You may have a man get there in his 30s, 40s, 50s. It, it just depends on when you get there. You know, I always talk about the tired home. You just have to find a guy that's tired of that. Not physically, not physically, but mentally tired of that. So once you get there mentally, then everything else is easy. But you can't say when you're going to get there because everyone get there at different times. So, so, that so I have a question for the panel. Uh, we're using this term cheating. What is the actual definition of cheating? Is cheating sex or is cheating a mental thing? What is actual cheating? I would say it's all of that. Um, I guess it just depends on Person. It's just whatever works for that person. What do you think, I, I, uh, I agree with that. I think it's all that. It's mental, it's physical. I mean, it's, I mean, no, I mean, guys would make excuses, but if I could run it up, you know, like talking to some dude on the phone, or, you know, flirting. Or, I mean, we, you know, we can't handle it more than they can. Like, we can, like, smash 30 women, and if our wife or our girlfriend hold a dude's hand, we bitch, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can really hold that nigga hand for So basically you're saying men get as emotional as women when it comes to the... Oh, oh yeah. But worse. I think it's worse. I think it's worse. Yeah, yeah you have that. It's a huge ego thing with men. Men cannot take getting cheated on. I'm sorry, y'all just can't. Y'all have a problem, and I can be honest, there was a friend of mine. Sexually, right? You're talking sexually. Sex, y'all don't, it don't even matter. But it don't matter, but, but specifically with sex. Y'all, it's like, I guess I was told this analogy about a baseball glove and, or a mitt, a hand mitt, and it's only made for, like what, a one ball or once the catcher, it's, it becomes some, I, it, a friend of mine cheated on his wife with probably a hundred women. She found out finally, 19 years into the marriage, she had one affair and this man lost his literal mind. And it was like, you know, I just can't, I can't deal with it. The fact that another man has been inside of her. Oh, I'm just saying, men have standards and they stick to them and, and women don't. Like, like Sam no. always, no, Sam says that no. we lie to ourselves and that's what women do. Women don't leave because they have this ideal in their mind about what a marriage or what a relationship should or shouldn't be, but men actually 
hold themselves to a certain standard and they can move on. We don't because I, we feel like we built up a man to a certain to a certain extent and we don't want to leave that because we have so much invested and men don't believe the same thing. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now, I'm, I'm going to be real. I, that sounds real good. I'm going to be real. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Our ego won't allow it. It's just, it's, it's just, let me tell you something. It's just, eat, listen, our eat, like, women inherently are stronger than us in that manner, right? Like, a dude, when just even thinking about another man touching, because we're so, you know, we, we, it's about our property, right? It's about our conquering. And anytime another man conquers something that we have, I mean, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. So, I mean, that sounds good. It might be a little bit of that, but I, I would say it's more the fact that our ego won't allow it. Okay, so let me ask this question. Real quick. Let me clarify, because I want to clarify what you're saying. So, are you referring to the actual act of cheating, or are you talking about leaving, or why we stay in a cheating relationship? Because it sounds like what you're talking about is why we stay, not why, because the what I was talking about is we were talking about the fact that men can't take, they can't deal with it. If we cheat on them, they got to lose their home. We actually can't deal with it either. What we do is, is every time we get in an argument, we bring that same situation up over and over and over again. So we never get over that situation. And so eventually the relationship is going to end because of the root of cheating. And so that's what it is. And so we all act we act like we have different type of egos but we really have this we all have ego we all don't want to be betrayed cheating is lying is all that all the same things as um mental abuse it's all mental abuse it's all emotional abuse right and so we can hold on to it a little bit more than men can and why i say men have standards different than women but eventually, you're going to push the man away because you never got over him cheating. Period. And I go back to say that, um, you know, for, for a lot of women, cheating is not a deal breaker. So when my ex-husband cheated, I left. Five days later, I left. So for everybody, cheating is not a deal breaker. That's why you have so many women who stay in relationships where men constantly, constantly cheat because it's not a deal breaker to them. Whether they keep bringing it up or whether they get over it or not, they stay. And that's why they continue to do and repeat that same pattern over and over because they stay. So women have to figure out what is your deal breaker. And cheating may not be their deal breaker. They may be like, look, I didn't, I, we're, we're married, we built this together, and if you cheat, I'm not leaving. I know uh, somebody right now who has caught her husband cheating multiple times, and she has told him, "I'm not leaving." So that. So. Got a question. I got a question from the audience. Oh, Sam. No, my question or uh, my comment was that our fantasy is no more. It's gone. Now somebody has violated what we believe. But because you you got to deal with the core of what he said, because men, when we look at our our, our woman. Men, once again, don't look at sex the way that we feel women look at sex. And men look at sex, like uh, like all these dudes in here can have 30 women on the side, but it'd be one woman that they love. Because we chose right. you. Right, because we chose you. I chose you. And when we see a woman cheat, 
we always think you gotta have, have some feelings for this dude because you 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 could have done that if you didn't have feelings. Where a guy can do it and be like, you know, Steve might call me and be like, hey man, Sandra, dude, <laughs> you gotta get that player, and it won't be nothing. But but Cassandra would never call you and be like, hey Miko, that nigga Sam, <laughs> you got you got you got that over. It, it wouldn't have it. But men would do that, right? So we will have that one, it's always that one you love and everybody else is just, you know, winning. So question, 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 Shadon, for you, make your comment. So do you guys think that cheating is uh, something that is, it just happens? Do you think a man... You couldn't you, yeah, you make the decision to cheat. It's like if, if I'm married and I meet somebody and I take their number, I've made a decision now to interact with this person. Okay. Once I call the person, now I've made a decision to, to, to keep entertaining that situation. Yes, you can have people who don't cheat. Yes, you, there, there's, there's tons of them out there. You don't, you don't think, and this is, for, this is for everybody out there, you don't think there's certain men that have a stronger drive than others? A drive to cheat? Yeah. So, so I got papers in the car, I meant to bring them in, where they talked about alpha males, and they said alpha males have a stronger drive to cheat than beta, beta males. Because the reason, the reason why I asked that question, because I believe, like, it's kind of to piggyback what Sam was saying, I think that some people, not just men, some people, they just have to have excessive partners. And I they mean, can't be with one person. And that was actually what I was going to bring up. Like, what is really cheating? Because there are some relationships where, well, for instance, I think it was Monique. Her and her husband had an, an agreement. You get one, you get one off every year. I don't know if y'all remember that. She, her and her husband had an agreement where he could do and she could do, and it was just agreed upon. And I think that goes to your question. Um, and Sam, you keep talking about alpha males, but they're alpha females as well. Exactly, and I think that's the thing that I don't want us to mistake is that women cheat too. Women cheat, if not just as much, we just don't get caught. Let's have that conversation. Because I think that's what we're really talking about in here right now is men, is we're talking about men and cheating, we're talking about cheating, the root of cheating, but women cheat just as much, if not more, we just don't get caught. And I'm gonna be the woman to tell the truth about that. So when you talk about is it something that can just happen, I don't think it just happened. It's what me what Miko said. They look it's a choice at the end of the day. So you have a choice, but I go back to the part of you, there's a part that, that need is having to be met. Um, I know, you know. Um I just I I think people cheat because they want to cheat. If that's what they want to do, they're gonna do it. If they don't, they won't. So I don't think it has anything to do with trauma. But men we can't men can't take it. But I just think that it's just because, you know, like she said, we have standards and we are held more accountable, you know. So, and it goes back to, like, men are inherent, we're like, we're kings. And then if you go back in the day, like, men rule, we rule everything. So, we also have a rule mentality. So, my wife cheats on me. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be like, dang, it's going to hurt. But at the same time, like, I have to think about, once again, my legacy. I have to think about what do we stand to lose. That's just, like, that's just like any other culture, like Hillary Clinton. She can get cheated on. She's going to go back because she understands where the power lies. So I think that 
and you know, and that's just like even even the Kennedys, like those guys were they all were all over the place. All over. They cheated like it wasn't nothing. But but that woman, she understood. I just think it comes back to the roles. Like I'm, I, if I can't get cheated on, that's that's just me. I can't. I'm a man. I don't want it. But I think if a woman, she's gonna take me back. It's just about hey, maybe she knows her role in that. Maybe she knows like hey. This is what we're building. We're going to keep going, and nothing's going to stop that. But it doesn't mean that it's right. You do have to talk it through. You do have to, and if you don't want to stay in it, you don't have to. But I just think that sometimes it's just all in the people. Like, but cheating is cheating. There's no way around it. It is what it is. It's cheating. It's not good. It's not. It's not good for the relationship. When people cheat, they want to. It's going to be step by step cases. But every step you take, you want to go further. So you can stop. You can get the number. You can stop. You can call them or you can stop. Or you can call, get the number, call them, keep going, keep going. I think everybody does everything until they get caught. And if you don't get caught, then you're going to keep... Yeah, so like if you're married, you know, like... It, if I, it just takes too much for me to do it at this point. Like my wife, she can flip my phone. I, I'm, not, I'm not hiding my phone. I'm not going to be... I'm not sneaking and talking. Bluetooth is everywhere. I mean, we got ring doorbell. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's just too... It's going to take too much to do that. Do I want to exert that energy? Just to cheat on somebody that is she she's not even royalty like mine. You know, she just one she's just a one off. So I mean but oh. you, man. <laughs> hey, you so, so look, I wanna be, I wanna take uh, I'm gonna take some questions from the audience. First question is if you thought your partner was cheating on you, would you go through their phone? Even if I go to go to a person get keys, she's like, "Hey, what you doing? Like, don't you know?" So, I kind of, I'm never gonna check her phone. I'm never gonna go through it because I feel like this. I'm married to you. This is our house. This is our world. You're gonna get caught if if if, if it's gonna happen. I'm gonna catch you. But I'm not looking. At, I, I have to go to work. She has things to do. I have a family to take. You know, I have things to do. So if I have to spend every waking moment, I gotta be out there on patrol, time not to getting her trying to come home to you and I got to look in your phone, then we, we're going to have to have a discussion. If I'm feeling that, then me and her are going to have to have a discussion about, hey, this is what I'm feeling. But to go through, no, I do believe that my wife, some things is private, women should have it, her purse, her closet, her phone, like, nah, nah. So, so to say that, this is my next question. Do you guys think it's possible to love one person, have sex with one person for the rest of your life? That's a layup. Like, of course, I mean, they used to do it, you know, like under worse circumstances. You know, black people did it all the time. So I think that's what we were, you know, as growing up, we saw that, you know, people stayed together, they stayed married, and they stayed in it. So, you know, it's, but it also depends on where where your marriage is and where your relationship is, you know. So, I mean, that's what you get in it for, to that's it right here. And if we divorced, then that means, you know, right, that's it. But, you kind of want to stick with what you have, like, no, you, you can do it. You can be honest, Sean. Be honest. I do believe in soulmates. I do believe that it's possible, but it's a very rare instance. Okay. Because I do believe oftentimes people are in relationships that they have no business being in. Um, okay. So I'm just saying like that. I, I, I'm a therapist, and so I, I love couples therapy. And oftentimes, they when they're coming to me, I, I have to inform them that, yes, you came as a marriage, 
and the hope is that I can get you back to the place that you that started this, to the love that started. However, when you start the journey of healing, because I see you individually and as a couple, oftentimes when you begin to grow individually, you may find that you were never meant to be together in the first place. So that's why I say that, that I do believe in a twin flame, I do believe in soulmates, but oftentimes individuals are in relationships and they got no business being so, in them. So what does a person do if that happens and they 20 years in? It, the truth of the matter is, no, I don't say stay. Why would you say? Because the hope is that you would eventually live your life authentically who you were created to be. So no, I'm not gonna tell you to stay in it. I, and that's another thing I will talk, I mean, when we talk about relationships, people stay in things far too long, and especially when you're in a marriage and cheating is there, you know, I think it's what you talked about. People are like, well, we have kids, and then they wait till the kids are out the house and then we're gonna leave. The reality is your kids and everyone knew what was going on anyway. So now you didn't gave 20 years or 15 years, whatever it is, to a situation and you've lost time. So I don't agree, yeah, I don't agree with that, but do I believe that you can? I do, but it takes you to know who you are from the core inside, from the inside out to be able to do that. That's good, that's good. I, uh, you know, as I said, once again, when you get to that point where you know, I, I think what my man said, it, it's, it's greater than what we really considering. When you're a guy and you get to a point where cheating becomes a, a chore, that's when it's easy to stop it, right? Because you're like, man, I gotta hide my phone, I gotta, you know. It's too much work, man. Yeah, it becomes yeah. work. Yeah. So, you go? You good? Okay, next question. Is it better? To, is it better to love someone you can't trust or trust someone you don't love? That's, that's, that's tough right there, Bill. But see, that goes back to what I was saying. Do you really like someone as opposed to loving someone? Me personally, I have to have that fire for a woman, right? Like, I got to have that fire. I, I can't be right if I don't have that fire. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean... Look, I've tried like to go with an ugly chick and they got a good heart. I can't do the ugly chick with a good heart. Well, what I'm telling you is I'm honest with myself. So, so I can't, listen, I can't, I'm being honest and this is a hard one for people to be. What I'm saying is I have to have that fire for you. So I've had my, my buddies was like, well, she a good person. Her heart is in the right place. Then. You know, and the moon rise and God bestowed some pleasure up on her head. But I can't do that no matter how good of a person she is. Like, I got to be, have that drive. I got to look at you like I look at Miko. I got uh, to be able to look at you like that. And if I don't, I can't. Trust, I think at some point you do begin to love them. I think the love just eventually starts to come. Um, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Go back to that question. Oh, no, I don't play a player. Women have always had requirements. Always. 
That's why men understand our pecking order from day one. It's women that don't understand our pecking order. It's women that be horrible. You will ask a woman, like you any woman in here, but we got a bunch of tens in here. When you will ask a bunch of women, you'll be like, or oh, you would, well, you know, what's your number? You'll be like 10. Now stop it. Stop it. But guys don't do that. You don't ask God like, what are you at 10? Because he been told since he was five years old. He knew if he was the best athlete. He knew if he was the smartest kid in school. He knew if he had the money. He knew if he was nice. He get the best girl. Right. Women told us what that was. Correct. If, if, if you grew up ugly, you knew you was ugly. It wasn't no. You didn't wake up one morning and say, what, did y'all pick up ugly? No, you knew it because you got treated like that. If you was a jock and you had money, women treated you like that. So I don't know who's picking you, but... All, all, all women have requirements. So look, I got a next question. Next question. Got two more. Two more questions. <laughs> question for the ladies. So we talked. Well, you guys talked about trauma responses, right? And why people do what they do. But like, at what point are you responsible for your own life? When do we take responsibility for ourselves? Okay. I'm 44 years old, but I happen to be a beautiful, badass black woman, living and thriving with a diagnosis of HIV. 26 years. 26 years. So you ask me, at what point do I take responsibility for myself? I was 17 years old. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. So at no point, so at some point, life, became, life was rough out of the womb. It was real rough. And I had to get it out the mud as we say it now. So there were parts of me that were created out of abuse, out of neglect, out of rejection, that I didn't even know were there. So at 17, getting a diagnosis, guess what? I continued to do what I thought I needed to do to survive. I put everything behind me. I shoveled it away. I didn't understand that at two years old is when I first remembered that my mama forgot about who I was. But I kept going. At 12 years old, my father said to me, while his wife laid next to him, not my mama, if you can't accept her, the woman that's my sunshine, maybe this isn't the house for you. Mind you, he hadn't been in my life for 12 years. But I had made an, uh, an imagination of what my father would be. He would be the prince that would save me. The little princess in the, cap in, the ca in the castle. So then there was a creation of what I needed at that point in my life. And so for years, I went looking for love in all the wrong places. 17, I get a diagnosis. And now I'm having to figure out how do I live in a world in 95 when HIV, that ain't a black thing. So I survived for 20-something years thinking I was good. I wasn't good. I had a mask on. I was wearing a persona until I just, until, now don't get me wrong, there was a part of me that always knew something wasn't right and I was on this journey and things wasn't going well, but I was doing what I, I felt I needed to do. I was to the point where I was making six figures, nice, doing what everything I needed to do, but this is what I'm talking about. I was in bad relationships with men, with work, with friendships, and it just kept repeating itself. But I'm thinking I'm good. I'm working, I'm making money, I'm degreed. All these things are happening, so that's what I'm saying. But it was, for me, a moment of spiritual. It was a spiritual break. It was a spiritual moment that, for me, and I'm not talking about religion, I'm talking about spirituality, where God came and said, you know what? And I, I went and asked, like, something's not right. I'm tired of the cycles that are keep, that are happening. So my question for the men in the room, 
Would you rather be loved or respected? So for me, as a man, I would rather be respected than loved. Because respect is everything to me. If you show me respect, it tells me you love me. So that I love you just doesn't work. But I just want to know from the men in the panel and in the room. Would you rather be loved or respected? By the time you've been with someone so long, they're going to do both. You know, like, it's respect, I mean, that, that's going to determine on me and how I run my house. So if I see my house a certain way, and I envision it a certain way, and I explain it to my wife, then I'm going to understand whether she respects that or we got to do something else. But am I going to keep hammering that? No, we're just going to figure it out. But I wanted to love me because we have to endure you know, at, at some point, you're going to get old and everybody's going to, all that's going to go out the window. And the only thing that's going to last is love. So, respect is going to be there, but I'd rather love. Mark, on this one, I'm going to go with you, brother. You know, I'm just going to go with you a lot. But I'm going to go with you on this. I would rather be respected because I think the love can come, right? If a woman respects you, she'll begin to love you. But I think it's real hard to go from a woman that don't respect you to love you. Because even a woman loves you once she starts respecting you, the love leaves very quickly. But if she respects you, yeah, yeah. I hear you, new. I hear you, new. You, you'll, get, you'll get the love. One, one, and, then, and then the better question that we have, would you rather be liked than loved? Because I'd rather be liked. I want you to like the core of what I am. Because if you like me, all that other stuff will come. It really will. Like, like, so guys, everybody. <laughs> I just think that I, I just think that's for single people. Like married people are like, no, we want to be loved. We, every, when, you, when you're single, you want, of course you want to demand something. Because you're single, you ain't going home to nobody but yourself. You can only depend on yourself. Said, but this woman, 
like everything about her I like. That core of her that I like. You like the height. You like that you're a police officer. You like all of that. So when, when the light go out that day, you be like, man, I don't even love this nigga right here. That like that I make me laugh because there are plenty of people, I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. There's plenty of people that's married Love. I, I, I got sisters. I got I got people in my family that I love, but I don't like them. I, I got two sisters. One sister I love to death, right? And then the other sister I love, but I don't like them. Again, because I didn't even think I was going to even bring that up today. Of course, if you follow me on social media, you'll find that part of my life because I'm very, I'm an advocate. And so when I talked about tonight, what we talked about tonight was the root of cheating. The reality is, is that. It's gonna happen. I mean, if it happens, it. I want you to be safe. That's it. I want you to have autonomy over what it is that you do. And oftentimes, you know, you gonna do what you gonna do. Do it. Single, married, divorced, widow, or in a situationship. I just want you to be safe. And I even tell my married couples, you don't know what's going. You don't unless you have it in your pocket or your wallet. You don't know what is going on. That's just the truth of the matter. Um, and so I just wanted to make sure that you guys had access to some of the items. And so. Um, and I can be honest, I'm glad I did bring it because there are a lot of people that didn't know about a lot of the things that are here. And I want y'all to take it. If it's not for you, you know, because that's normally the thing. Oh, it's not for me. It's for my kid, my homeboy. Take it for whomever you're going to take it for, but take it. And so I brought some lubrication because, again, I don't want, you know, we don't want it dry. Um, and for you. Yeah, you too. That stuff dry come out sometimes too. Um, and y'all be doing some foolishness that we need it wet. And y'all humping and pumping and we want y'all to do something different and it's not getting wet because y'all don't know what y'all doing. But anyway, that's another story for another conversation. Um, yeah. Because y'all, yes, y'all do. Y'all right. So I just wanted to tell y'all, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a whole other different topic. So there are on the table, you'll see, um, in case you didn't know, there's a female condom. So there's not only men that get to take control of the sexual experience, but you as a woman have that control. So this is an ex, um, a female condom. Then there is also some, like I said, the lube and different types of condoms. There's information about prep. Um, again, I will be here, so just ask me some questions, but just know that there's access so that you can know your status um, and live your best life. That's really what this is about. Yes, get tested. That, that is actually a real big thing. Um, because and I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say this question, and then we're going to step away. And I want people to be honest with themselves since we're transparent. Who would have thought about my status? And I don't know if a lot of ladies know that when you go and have your pap smear, they do not automatically test you for HIV. You have to ask. You have to ask for it every single time because if you do not, it is not, um, they're not just going to do it automatically. Just in case you guys didn't know that. And I want to have another And then get your prostate exam. No niggas in here need to get your prostate exam. All right, y'all. I want to thank everyone for coming out. We are now at our cocktails and conversation part of this. Once again, we are doing a series of relationships. So if you follow me at Real Talk Q, you can DM me any topics that you want to talk about next. I know for sure on April the 9th, we will be at 5015. We will be doing a brunch. 
uh, with the brothers. So it's going to be an all-male panel, and it's going to be a message for males. So if you have any other ideas, we are doing this once a month. Once again, Real Talk Houston Q. Please follow me, DM me with any suggestions, any comments, um, good or bad. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your night.